It's hard to believe that the holidays are upon us. I mean, they're literally a couple of weeks away. And when you have suffered from betrayal, you've been cheated on by a sexual affair, those first holidays can be overwhelming to say the least. They can be devastating. You can look at them with a dread because you just wish you could skip over them. What do you do? Like, what do you do with having to meet family and get together on gatherings and friends and parties and shopping and all the things? What do you do? Well, beautiful today on Beauty Beyond Betrayal, I'm going to share three tips that really helped me my first holiday season after betrayal. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her. Must have been my fault. And this pain, it'll never go away. Until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. I'm glad you're here. You know, holidays are really tough when we have been betrayed, especially the very first time we encounter the holidays after we found out that our husband has had an affair. Whether or not we have chosen to reconcile the marriage and we're working on it, or whether we have walked away from the relationship, or we are just taking a hiatus and we are separated. It can be extremely difficult because we're looking at the holidays through a lens of what used to be or what we thought used to be. The holidays which were beautiful and happy and joyous. We spent them with family and friends and we laughed and celebrated And then we find out that maybe those holiday seasons were not really what we thought they were because on the flip side, there was a secret affair that was going on. So now the holidays are tainted. Now we don't know how to face them. We actually look at them with a dread. We might even look at them 
with an anger. We are angry because our memories have been tainted. They've been shattered. And we want to skip over the holiday once and for all. Can we just get to the new year, please, right? Well, beautiful, I understand where you are. I remember my first holiday season after I found out about his affair. And for me, I was separated. I was in an apartment all alone, and I was dreading all of the holiday season. I was dreading Thanksgiving. I was dreading Christmas. I was dreading especially New Year's because for me, New Year's Eve is when I met my husband. And New Year's Eve was always a very special time for us because we spent it celebrating the day that we met, the day that the stars aligned and God brought us together. Well, the year before we separated was the very first New Year's Eve that we didn't celebrate together. Actually, we spent it separate because unfortunately, he was out with her and I had no clue. So fast forward to another year and now I'm in an apartment by myself looking down the barrel at a holiday season and a New Year's Eve where I would be alone, knowing the full truth. How was I going to do this? And I was dreading it. I mean, to be honest, I cried an awful lot because I just was like, how am I going to get through this holiday season? Now, for me, I will tell you, my children are grown. I have five amazing grandchildren. And of course, they were all over me like glue. You know, they wanted me to spend the holiday season with them. They wanted me not to be alone. But in the back of my mind, I was like, what could I handle, right? Because we don't know sometimes what we can handle. So today I want to give you three quick tips that are going to help you in moving forward through the holiday season. And before I get into those holiday tips, beautiful, I want to tell you that I've created a holiday thrive course for you. You notice I didn't say survive because I don't believe that we should just be surviving through the holidays. So have you been betrayed? Have you gone through a recent discovery? Well, I want to tell you about my mini course that is going to help you thrive during the holidays after betrayal. Do you wish there was a way to thrive through the holidays instead of just surviving? Enjoy the sights and sounds of the holiday season once again without constantly focusing on the pain of the betrayal? To be able to get through the family holiday gatherings without feeling ashamed, overwhelmed, or anxious? I know what it feels like to look at the holiday season with dread, to wonder if you'll ever enjoy them again, not knowing how to navigate the parties, family gatherings, and feeling so lost and alone and confused. Imagine if you had a holiday guide that gave you daily action steps, tips, strategies, and guidance to help you thrive through the holiday season. One that helps you set healthy boundaries, reestablish your holiday mood, and even heal through the hustle and bustle of the season. That's why I created How to Thrive Through the Holidays After Betrayal. It's a mini course where I teach you how to stop obsessing over his affair and embrace the joy of the holiday season how to establish new traditions, develop a strategy plan for holiday gatherings, and come through the holidays even stronger and more confident than before. 
you'll be able to follow a simple guide that helps you establish healthy boundaries, regain your confidence, and enjoy the holiday season without worrying about being triggered and overwhelmed. You'll walk away with hope, healing, and a biblical-based guide that helps you heal through the holidays, enjoy them, and even regain your confidence for the upcoming new year. So if you're ready for a holiday guide to help you thrive through the holidays after betrayal, so you can enjoy them with your family and friends and leave the anxiety of the season behind, your time is now, beautiful. I've created this mini course just for you. And since we're going into the holiday season, I've discounted it just so that you could have your lattes while you shop and still invest in your healing journey because you're important and you deserve a joyful holiday season. The link to get on the wait list to purchase is below in the show notes. So head to holiday.beautybeyondbetrayal.org. That's holiday.beautybeyondbetrayal.org so you can finally look forward to the holiday season, thrive through it, and become confident for the new year ahead. So beautiful, let's talk about the first three tips because I'm going to give it all to you in that mini course and make sure at the end of this podcast, go below the show notes and get on that wait list because it is getting ready to drop soon and it's going to help you to thrive. So the very first tip I want to offer to you to help you through the holidays is to set healthy boundaries. Now, I know I've talked about this before, but especially during the holiday season, it's vitally important for maintaining your relational health that you set some healthy boundaries. So what does that look like? Well, you need to literally sit down with a pen and paper and you need to write out your preferences when it comes to your family and friends. What do you feel like you are able to accomplish during the holiday season? Are there gatherings that you'd rather not attend? Are there some that you are willing to attend? Are there some topics that you'd rather not be brought up during the holiday season? You want to not speak about them. You don't want to be asked about them. What are they? Write them down on that piece of paper. Then when you come up with these things, you're going to set your boundaries. Now remember, boundaries are not to punish others. They're actually for you. They're actually to maintain your mental health, your relational health. They are to help you move through your healing process and to help you recover. These are your safety grounds, right? So once you've written them out, the things that you know you can do, the things that you know you're not going to be able to do right now, the gatherings you want to attend and not attend, the things you want to talk about and not talk about, etc., etc. You then let others know what you need. You heard me right. Go to your family and friends and let them know, these are some of the boundaries that I need to set up during the holiday season for me to thrive. Not just survive, but to thrive. It'll help them to be very sensitive to your needs during the holiday season because the reality is this, beautiful. 
your family and friends are not going to know what you really need. They're not going to know where you really are. They're going to want to help fix you. They're going to want to help buffer everything for you because they know you've been traumatized. They know you are hurt and they're, want, they're wanting to make it all better for you, but they don't know how. This is how you help them as well as help yourself by setting healthy boundaries. Number two, you're going to want to cultivate some gratitude. Now, I know sometimes it's hard to be thankful during the holiday seasons because we're so focused in on the betrayal. We're focused in on the trauma at hand, what's going on. But I can tell you that gratitude will truly help you heal through the holiday season and it's going to help you to thrive. So make it a daily goal to record at least three things that you are grateful for daily. What can that look like? Well, first and foremost, go and buy yourself a beautiful gratitude journal. There's something about having a pretty, beautiful journal with clean pages and beautifully colored pens that we can put the pen and paper to, right? That just does something for our heart. It's a journaling that we get to do. So record three things daily. Now, if you can do more, by all means, beautiful, do more. But at the least, do three. What does that look like? Well, God, thank you that you awakened my eyes this morning to your glorious wonders once again. Thank you that I have breath in my lungs again. Thank you that you got me through the night. Thank you that I get to have coffee with a girlfriend today. Thank you that I have a roof over my head. Thank you that I have a car to drive. Beautiful, I think you get the picture, right? There is always something daily that we can be grateful for. So keep this journal with you. Keep it... Um, you know, if you don't want to write it out, keep it in the note app on your phone. Maybe even be so bold as to share your three gratitudes on social media. You want to put it out there. I am grateful for these three things today. Um, but somewhere, somehow, write them down. I enjoyed doing that. I did it on social media, but I also had a pretty new gratitude journal. I kept it in my purse with me and I carried it wherever I go because for me during the holiday season, it's important for me to make sure that I'm in an attitude of gratitude. And, you know, retraining your brain to focus in on the positive rather than the negative aspect of the betrayal is one of the healthiest things that you can develop for yourself. We have, it's a survival thing. We have a tendency to gravitate to the betrayal, to focus in on it. And science has proven what you focus in on truly expands. It grows. So if you're constantly focusing in on the negative, well, your mind is actually um, having this trench that is in your brain that is kind of like a field with a pathway through it. And now it's easy just to go that pathway. So you've got to cultivate a new path. And the way to do that 
is to transform the mind, as it says in Romans 12 too. Transform the mind. You renew the brain, rewire it, retrain it, whatever you want to call it, but focus in on gratitude. This is going to help you. And beautiful, this is actually a gift that you're giving to yourself that's going to help to facilitate your healing. So what are you thankful for during the holiday season? Write it down and get it in your brain and focus in on it in the morning when you wake up and the very last thing before you go to bed. Your number three that I'm going to give you today is this. You need to identify what activities that are going to put you in a holiday mood because the truth is you're probably not in a holiday mood, are you? Well, Don't allow the enemy, don't allow Satan to steal joy from you during the holiday season because that's what he wants to do. He's come against you through this betrayal to destroy you. And now is your chance to stand up and to stand firm against the schemes of the enemy by cultivating gratitude, by setting healthy boundaries, and identifying the things for yourself What's going to help put you in the mood and give you some joy? What does that look like for you? Well, think back to some of the happier times that you've had. You know, once we've been betrayed, we have a tendency to think it's all been bad. But that's not the truth. When we really get down to it, we did have some healthy times and some happier times. So focus in on those. What were they that put you in the holiday mood? Was it shopping for you? Did you enjoy going out and just shopping and buying for others? Was it gathering for coffee with your girlfriends or lunch dates or maybe some parties? Was it decorating your tree? Was it watching football or, you know, hanging Christmas lights? or going Christmas caroling. What was that for you? Once you decide what it is, then make a plan that includes in doing those things and do more of them so that you can get true enjoyment out of the holiday season. Beautiful for me, one of the things was always my Christmas tree. And I always, from the time my oldest grandson, who will be 21 in January, I can't believe I've got a 21-year-old grandson, but I do, I started this when he was born. And I would have my grandchildren over every holiday season, and they helped me put up my Christmas tree. It was just a, a tradition that I had developed, and I was not by any circumstance going to allow Satan to destroy that because of a betrayal. So while I was in my apartment and I was separated, I had my grandchildren over. We had cookie making and hot cocoa, all the things that we have always done through the years. We decorated the tree together and we spent the night watching Christmas movie after Christmas movie after Christmas movie, staying up late, and we camped out with our, you know, our um, sleeping bags and everything in the living room. And yes, I'm right in the middle of them. And it was glorious. And it brought me so much joy. So what is it for you? What is it that you can find at least one activity 
that you can do this holiday season that can bring joy to your heart. Don't allow the enemy to steal it. Take it back and take it with force because you deserve it. Beautiful, I've got so much more for you in that mini course that I spoke of earlier to help you thrive during the holiday season after betrayal. I want you to get on the wait list to grab it because these are the things that helped me to not just survive, but to thrive. And I will tell you that holiday season that I was separated was so joyful for me. I spent Thanksgiving with my girls, baking and having laughter and so much fun. The grandkids helped decorate my home, my tree. We did the lights together. I spent the night with my oldest daughter and the three youngest grandkids and woke up with them Christmas morning. I embraced the holidays and it was joyful. Did I have some sad moments? Yes, I did. I really did, but for the most part, they were filled with joy because I chose to take back the holiday season and I desire the same for you. So make sure to grab that mini course by getting on the wait list. And I'm cheering you on because I know that you can do this. Beautiful, we are worth it. We are worth the joy that God wants to bring to our hearts. So embrace this holiday season because Jesus is the reason that we celebrate and he desires your healing more than you do. I'm cheering you on. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.